there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, organizational coach and certified professional organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Want to finish strong this week? Join me for Finish Line Friday every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or follow the Zoom Room link on my Instagram or Facebook pages. I have a request and kind of an announcement. I suppose I should say it in more certain words. I have an announcement and a request. How does that sound? I will be launching a personal development uh, organizational coaching subscription service in 2024. There will be daily and weekly content, weekly and monthly virtual workshops, additional productivity sessions like my Finish Line Friday, but on a different day, a supportive online community like an inner circle and more. And I am pondering the name So that's where I'm at this week. The community will be so much more than just one person. And so I do not want to name it after myself. So here are some words that I'm working with. But my request is, is that I'm open to other words. So if you have thoughts for me, I would love to hear them. If you want to drop me a line via email at Colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or any of my social media platforms, that would be great. So here are some of the words that I'm working with. And again, I'm open to others. Uh, Stronger, better, positive, productive, circle, flourish, develop, hope, peace, community, growth, harmony, blend, encourage, And I received one suggestion and it was about resilience and foundation. So if any of those words really resonate with you, or you can think of them paired with something else, that would also be great. And again, I would love for you to share your brilliance with me as I move forward with this subscription service and this online community that I can't wait for all of you to be a part of. Thanks. I have to give a shout out to the very nice woman that I spoke with far too briefly at the pancake breakfast that I worked, uh, volunteered for on Saturday. She said she was a listener and I did not get to talk to her because there were a whole lot of people who really wanted pancakes. So thanks for listening. Thank you for your involvement in our district events. I wish I could have chatted with you longer. And that leads me to today's first idea. I can't go back in time for a good chat. I wish I could, but I can reach out on my podcast because she said she listens and I can forgive myself and hope we can chat again. So this idea, those ideas that I just mentioned, right, started out as an article a few years ago too, entitled, Do What You Can and Forgive Yourself for What You Can't. So let me set this up. I am really, I'm really good at a lot of things. That's not bragging, it's true. We all have that list, the list of ways that we excel. So the week that I wrote this article many years ago, for example, apparently I uh, was the person, you know, if you want a delicious dinner for 14, yep, sign me up, I'm your girl. 
Maybe you need music for a first grade Christmas pageant? Yep, fun, let's do that. Maybe you needed someone to manage teams of teenagers at two different pancake breakfasts? Yep, no problem, let's do it. However, the other side of that piece of paper, the other side of those ideas, has a similar list of things that I am not good at. You need someone to shop for your Christmas presents? Yeah, that's not going to be me. Uh, You need someone to lay floor tile for you? Um, no. My friend summed it up that week when I wrote this article in a text that she sent. She said, I loved your message for the holiday season. Do what you can and forgive yourself what you can't. And you inspired me to put a dent in the holiday list tonight. I think my friend who texted me was more profound with my words than I was, so I quoted her. But the point is, it's time to stick to our strengths and give ourselves grace during this super busy, especially for moms, especially for parents, time of year. If you need to hear or read it one more time, friend, stick with your strengths and give yourself some grace. Do what you can do and forgive yourself what you can't. So that's our first big idea for today. And next, our second big idea for today. So comfort. What a great word, right? Comfort was the first word of the first reading this past Sunday at Mass. I love the word comfort because it's both a noun and a verb. I shared that in an Advent prayer group I was at last night. Advent comfort is both a noun and a verb. In the reading, it was a verb to comfort God's people. And in this time of year, we can also appreciate being comforted. So I want to look at how we can, four ways of comfort, right? Four ways that we can comfort ourselves and comfort others. Physical ease is the definition of comfort, freedom from pain or constraint, or the easing of feelings of distress. So all of those sound really great to me. I love the holidays, but they can be overwhelming. We're busy enough on a regular day, but when we add the joy and pressure of the holidays, many of us leap straight to overwhelm. And I say we because I am there sometimes too. Sure, this time of year, even the mundane and day-to-day business of life can be elevated to something more meaningful if we put some thought into it. But on the other hand, completing big and impressive holiday prep tasks feels great, but not when we neglect ourselves and our lives to complete them. Something like, hey kids, I finished your Christmas shopping online today, but I was so busy doing that that we don't have anything to eat for dinner, right? Like that is completely a possibility on any given day right now. So when we're feeling overwhelmed at the holidays or any time of year, we can benefit from taking a deep breath and returning to the basics. So the first way for comfort is to take care of yourself. Maintaining routines and taking care of our health is important any time of year, but it becomes both more vital and more difficult, I think, around the holidays. It's more vital because more is asked of us. And, you know, hey, who wants to get sick at Christmas? But it's also more difficult because there's so many conflicting demands on our time and efforts. Looking back, I traveled the week before Thanksgiving for a conference and the week of Thanksgiving to celebrate with family out of state. And even though I know better than to neglect my routines, I overate, underslept, didn't exercise, probably forgot to take my vitamins a couple days, and I've been wrestling those routines back into place ever since. Why? because I have to take care of my routines to keep my body and mind in good working order. So in the midst of busy, and hopefully before we start to feel poorly or tired or overwhelmed, take time to return to those routines with regular bedtimes, mealtimes, and schedules, 
and that's not just for you, but also the rest of your family, you'll feel better and you'll stay healthy longer. Get to bed or spend some time meal planning for healthy meals and snacks. I've also stepped up my meditation and quiet reflection time in the morning. It became more of a necessity because I was feeling like most of the things that I was doing for the holidays weren't giving me the joy or the spirituality that I was seeking. So that quiet time was necessary and I'm really glad that I've done it. And what can you do this week to take care of you? So after we take care of ourselves, we need to take care of each other. We can get so caught up in the stress of the holidays that we might get frustrated with or lash out at the people who we are celebrating for, like our friends and family. So mostly I just want us to remember why we celebrate this time of year. Next up, take care of our home. So even in the face of the busy holidays, we still have to do things like get dressed and go to work and take care of things. Just because I spent two hours online purchasing Christmas gifts last night instead of doing laundry doesn't make the laundry any less important. It just means I have more folding to do this morning to make sure that we have clothes for the week, right? We still need to, you know, wash the dishes, take out the garbage, sweep the floors. These few simple maintenance steps become even more important during this hectic time of year. And finally, if this matters to you, take care of your business. So an ad I read recently called December a wasted month, professionally speaking. That's terrifying to me. Most of us can't phone it in for an entire month. So we need to remember to maintain our professional efforts this month, even though it's so tempting to cut back and goof off when all the world is a distraction. My 20 years owning my business has taught me that my marketing efforts this month will directly influence my success next month. So a reminder to you and to me to stay the course this month, finishing the year strong and starting 2024 ahead of the game. If you'd like to explore topics like this and coaching for organizing and productivity, drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week.